This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily two-minute drill. Yes, every Friday, this is how it gets done on BetQL Daily. Going to try and pull it off with me, Chris Mack, filling in for Ed, alongside Joe and Aaron. And it's time... To figure them all out, the leaders, the stat leaders, the teasers, the money line dogs. We get two minutes on each. Paul, are we ready? Let's do it. Two minutes on the clock. Mike Brown, our VP. All right, so let's start. Let's do a sneaking little Monday night analysis. Uh, Chargers, Jets. Line has it's actually time gone to up go. To Char- no hunt. Just keep it on a loop. Keep it on a loop. Uh, All right. So Chargers line's actually gone up to minus three and a half now. Total, I believe, is forty. I know we talked about the Jets yesterday, but uh, we'll go around the horn. Chris, Joe, Aaron, thoughts on Monday Night Football? Uh, That three and a half. No thanks. Give me the Jets. I, I like that secondary against Justin Herbert and a, a one-handed Justin Herbert. Granted, it's his throwing hand. Um, but, yeah, I, I really like the Jets in this spot, actually. The Chargers are just far too inconsistent. And I, I don't know if they get Eckler going the way they did. They, I like the Jets. I can't believe I'm saying it. I like the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally uh, with that. I'll, I'll go quick because we got to get Aaron in, and I've only got a pair of minutes in uh in this spot but at three and a half i'm just surprised that we're we're going in that direction at three and a half i love it herbert herbert laying uh more than a field goal on the road he he pops in the first half then in the second half he has his struggles it's interesting because it's kind of been the exact opposite for zach wilson i feel like zach wilson hasn't gotten enough love did anybody think this team was going to be in playoff contention with zach wilson in week nine but we're here and the defense is playing to the level that we expected and even when they face top tier quarterbacks they've been just fine um and when you look at that defense over the last month they're number one in the nfl in epa per play so yeah come on i'll fade staley in this spot is staley really going to have back-to-back primetime wins no i don't think so sorry aaron i took almost the entire pair of minutes yeah, Staley's due for some regression here. The coaching matchup, give me the Jets. Zach Wilson, the MILF hunter. He's crushing it. Four and three Jets. Oh my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> all right. Wow. It's the weekend. That's, that's got movie poster <laughs> written all over it. Zach Wilson, uh, yeah. MILF hunter. <laughs> Yeah. What, what is he doing with the extra day off this Keep week? Keep him away yes. from your wives. 
or your mom's <laughs> friends. Moms? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, receiving leader. So we talk about these uh, markets every week. So we hit actually hit CD Lamb at twenty-two to one last week to lead the Sunday slate in receiving yards. He's at fifteen to one this week against the Eagles. But whether it's one of these people down the board or an alternate line on a receiver, you like any value plays in the receiving market, Chris. Uh, I actually, I, we talked about it during one of the breaks. I think it was on, during a break, not on air. You know, Cooper Cup might not even be the best receiver on his team anymore. Um, but I do get the feeling that if it's Brett Rippon in there and he's looking to for a comfortable target, he's familiar with Cup, Green Bay, I, I think bad spot for for them going up against the Rams and their receivers. Cup's 25-1. to 1 to lead in receiving yards this week. I mean, I could go obvious and just say Tyreek Hill, but I'll go down the board and look for some value with Cup at 25 to 1. Cup, I wasn't sure which guy you were going to go with. Was it going to be Cup at 25 or Puka at 40? Because I, I think you could make a case for Puka. I mean, this Packers yep. uh, pass defense is, is bottom five, so... Yeah, I wrote down two names. One of them was the other Rams receiver. I wrote down Puka at 40. Uh, but the one I like more than that is is a game that people are talking about. You know what? Last week, Howell was the passing leader. And we'll see if he comes up in conversation again. But how about this matchup for McLaurin? Going up against J.C. Jackson, he should just feast in this one just feast now it, it concerns me is belichick going to take away mclaurin i'm sure that's part of the game plan i'm sure of it but at number of 35 with a great matchup for him maybe we see more scoring there uh because the commander's defense just got worse didn't think that was possible but they did um so yeah mclaurin 35 to 1 receiving leader i like that there's so many options here but if we're talking value, I mean, Tyreek Hill against his former team is a fun one. I'd love Devontae Adams to get it, but that's asking a lot out of Aiden O'Connell. I'm going Nico Collins, 40 to yeah. 1. Back. Oh, there it Bucks is. Pass I knew it. Stink, and it's a value play. Let's go, Nico. You had 168 one time this year, 146 <laughs> against the Colts. You can do this. You got it, man. Like it. I might. I, I'm in on this Mac Jones resurgence game against this terrible defense. We oh, saw, no. we've seen it before. I'm just saying, Demario Douglas is one twenty to one. Kendrick Bourne is now done for the season. I'll be sprinkling that a little bit with the Patriots against that terrible Washington defense. Alt lines for t- for sure as well. Rushing leader uh, Saquon is your favorite at five to one against that terrible Raiders rush defense. But any value plays down the board, Chris. Yeah, it's not too far down the board. I think he's third or fourth on the board, actually. I mentioned it earlier. The Bills giving up over five yards per carry on the ground. I really like Joe Mixon. Everybody wants to talk about Joe Shiesty and Jamar Chase and Higgins and Boyd and obviously all the weapons at his disposal. I mean, you're going to have to have some balance in the offense, I think. And Mixon is that. Plus 850. Give me Joe Mixon in rushing yards. Yeah, the uh, the number for Saquon stinks. He was your rushing leader a week ago, and I assume that he's going to get a ton of carries once again, but I can't bet it at 6-1. to one. Aaron brought up Jonathan Taylor. I think that's a really good look. That's a good look. What he did last week with only 12 carries, and now you're getting the easiest matchup. Now you're going against the Carolina Panthers. That's probably good, but looking for some value? 
Let's go in. Let's go early. Let's go in the morning. When you're facing the Chiefs, you need to limit the possessions that Pat Mahomes is going to get. And EPA per rush allowed second worst. This Chiefs defense, as good as they are, they will let you run. Uh, sorry, Aaron. I thought you were going to go Taylor, so I went Mostert at 16 to 1. Ah, well, there's still another one left on the board. Surprised you didn't touch this one at 16 to 1. Yes. You have a season-long bet on them. If Jalen Hurts <laughs> can't run the ball, who will? DeAndre Swift at 16-1. This is another market with a lot of good options this week. We also talked about Josh Jacobs, but at 5-1, to one, hard pass on that. So give me Swift, 16-1. to one. I'll throw out one other option. Look at the Rams running backs. Like Daryl Henderson had a game a couple weeks back. Like that could be an option against a terrible Packers run defense at fifty to one. But then it's a Tim and Royce Freeman. So a couple. It's, of, it's see it what's was coming a 50, out of fifty split. Now it's fifty yeah. fifty. That's the tough so, part. Right, right. Not a massive play. All right, passing leader. I'm gonna put this out there right now. I'm playing Mac Jones at twenty eight to one. Where else Ew. are people going? Ew. <laughs> oh, it's, it's I'm gonna go play. Derek Carr. I'm gonna go Derek Carr. Um uh, look, the the game script would tell you that this doesn't necessarily make sense because they should have a pretty healthy lead late on Chicago, but there's nothing saying that that's a given either. Derek Carr's gone over three hundred yards passing, I think, three weeks in a row. I think at a certain point he'll take advantage of the Bears' secondary. And, yeah, give me Derek Carr. Go over 300 again and to lead the league in passing. Down the board a bit, 17-1. to You know, if he wasn't the passing leader last week, I'd probably be sitting here making a case for Sam Howell. I just I can't say that he's going to do it (laughs) back-to-back. Like, his name is Sam Howell. (laughs) I don't think he could possibly do that in back-to-back weeks. So going to go with a guy that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. This is when C.J. Stroud catapults himself back to the top of the conversation with the offensive rookie of the year with this terrific matchup. Stroud 15 to 1 going against that soft Bucks secondary. That definitely was mine. We've been talking about Stroud getting back on track. The, the rookie of the year does it again. I, you know, I'll be betting him this week over one and a half touchdowns. I like him at 15 to one. May, I mean, Sam Howell has the enemy finally unleashed this offense now that they had the fire sale on defense. Maybe the offense really gets going. Who knows? But uh, I'll, I'll stick with Stroud here. I feel like a copycat. I like him too. No, it's just, it's just the order it went. I, I got you. Hey, we should be happy. We're in agreement. What if, what if we're not looking at odds, right? And it's one of the elite quarterbacks this weekend. I'd go Burrow. Tua? Even though I, I picked against him in the game, I, I, I'd i go Burrow with that matchup against the yeah, secondary. I, all those injuries piling I think, up. I think I'm with you on Burrow as well. All right. Tua, uh, Aaron? If you guys thought. Tua? Yeah. I'll go Aaron? Tua. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you guys thought Mac Jones was gross, you could take a shot in oh, no. the 2800 club. Also, with Jordan Love against a terrible Rams pass no, defense that has been no. giving up a ton no. of yards. I'm just saying yes. you could. You could. You don't. I, I to, would. I could. would go Mac Jones a hundred times out of a hundred more than Jordan Love. No, right. No, but no on the 101st time, you could go Jordan Love. Yeah. Uh, no, favorite wouldn't. teaser no, of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about some options. 
uh, Cleveland, but put together two leg or three leg teaser. Favorite teaser legs of the week. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, Cleveland and New Orleans are the obvious ones at eight and a half point spreads to tease down under the three. I like both of those, but you put both of those together, you're still staring at minus 130. So if I want to improve the value, I throw Miami into the mix, get them up to seven and a half, and that gets me that three-leg teaser to plus 160. So some nice plus money value as well. Cleveland, New Orleans, and Miami. Yeah, um, Cleveland, New Orleans, I can't argue with it. My first thought is, how does it go wrong? But I guess I said the same thing last weekend when it came Sunday night to Monday night when it was the Chargers and the Lions, and both of those did get home. So maybe the obvious one of Cleveland and New Orleans gets home. Uh, if I'm going to throw a third one in there for another option for the people, it is disgusting, but I would go Giants plus eight and a half. A little dicey because you don't know about the emotion in the building after everybody gets fired. Is there going to be some newfound energy uh, for the Raiders? But it's still, you've got to win by nine to end up losing that teaser. I That'd be tough to do with the Aiden mm. O'Connell under center. All right. I'm not a big teaser person, but if I have to do it, I'll do Saints and Dolphins. Yeah. All right. Now the really fun part. Moneyline yeah. Dogs. Cowboys, one of the most popular. Bet MGM, plus 130. Dolphins, another one, which, I mean, plus 105. Technically yeah. a Moneyline Dog, I guess. You know I'm on. And Rams were another one at plus 140 against the Packers. You know I'm on the Seahawks at plus 220. What are you yeah. guys thinking? Yeah, there's there's the obvious of the Rams at plus 140. I think that's the most bet money line dog this week. Uh, or maybe second most Cowboys are the most bet, plus 130. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I I, I, I mentioned, I just, I get this feeling that Hurts and his management of the football is not going to go well this weekend against the Dallas secondary. It's not going to take a lot of mistakes. Just one crucial mistake at a bad time. And if it happens and Dak doesn't make any of his own, Cowboys win in Philly, plus 130. Yeah. Uh, I like Paul's pick of Seattle. I'll go elsewhere. Those threes are enticing. I understand why they, they're popular money line dog plays. Uh, Dallas, that makes sense. Not my favorite. I'm going between Washington and the L.A. Rams. I'll, I'll fade Jordan Love. I'll do that. I'll go with the uh, the L.A. Rams on the road winning at three-point dogs. Perfect, because I had the commanders circled. Sam yeah. Howell in this offense keeps it going. I did want to do one disgusting one. Could it be the Vikings? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I thought about it. It absolutely can be. It absolutely <laughs> thought about can be. the Vikings. Okay. I did. I wrote down commanders Vikings, so there you go. Pick one. <laughs> All right, so if we go Vikings, Rams, Commanders, Seahawks, you could throw in the Cowboys, Giants, Bills, as well, and the Jets. But forty-six to one for the Vikings, Commanders, Seahawks, oh, Rams. I love all that. of them. Love it. Yeah. Lock it in. Round robin them if you fun? want. Yeah, round robin. I, I was just going to say, do a round yes, robin, maybe. There you go. There you go. I've got, uh, I think there's going to be a dog week. I think we're going to see a lot of these underdogs yeah. win. Yeah. They're short. And, but... I mean, just for fun, if we've got time, we've got a few seconds. Uh, if you add the Giants, the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Jets, then it's 115 Giants. to 1. 
You're out of well. Really? No Giants. Right. Yeah. No, I just I would hate to lose a parlay because you added the Giants. Bet the Giants. That's, yeah. That's true. Plus yeah. one hundred and five. All right, yeah. we take them out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just don't that, that, know what's going to happen there. Let's play it safe on our seven leg money line <laughs> yeah. parlay. Talk some sense into me. The stupid conversations gamblers end up having. Like we've talked ourselves into. Oh well, yeah. those are all hitting. But what about the last one? <laughs> what about the Giants? <laughs> BetQL Daily. We wrap it up with our lightning bets next here on the BetQL Network.